Yo, what is happening, guys? Nathan back once again with another episode of the Unplugged Freedom Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that's relationships. You know, I love talking about relationships. Got a lot of uh, good advice, good tips, good ideas around relationships, kind of help people navigate through the murky waters of relationships. And here I am, I'm actually out for a drive and I have some of my best ideas and my best topics whenever I'm driving. I think it's because I'm being distracted by certain things. And so I, I just like to be able to talk while I'm actually driving. And so out for a nice drive, a little bit smoky in the air, but hey, what are you going to do, right? It's summertime. And so yeah, relationships absolute relationships. So where do, where do we actually begin with relationships? It's such a, a vast topic. It's such a big topic. And what I find is that people are are odd in relationships. People are they're interesting in relationships and uh, for many reasons. Now, before, you know, I have anybody jump off and jump down my throat and start, you know, thinking that I'm very negative towards relationships or that I'm very cynical or whatever, at the end of the day, it's not that I I promote everybody to to be single or to not be in a relationship or any of these things. It's just I find that people get into relationships for the the wrong reasons. They don't actually think things through. And this is actually why most relationships don't work out, especially marriages. Marriages are at what? 50% the average divorce rate? Like that is insane. The average cost of a wedding, all everything from start to finish, honeymoon, all that stuff, the average cost in Canada is $40,000. $40,000. Like that is insane. $40,000. I say, take half that amount of money, take the person that you're supposedly in love with and go travel with them. You will find out very fast whether you love this person or you don't. And I bet you, you will one, you'll save yourself a lot of time and you'll also save yourself a lot of heartache and also a lot of money. So that is what you should do with a fraction of that average cost of $40,000. That is insane. And so you have a 50-50 chance of investing, of just investing this money. I wouldn't even say investing because actually investing is actually, you're, you're gonna get a return out of it. Putting this money in and then you have a 50% chance that this money's gonna just poof, disappear and be absolutely worthless. And on top of that, then you have all the other struggles that come along with it. So you, you, you're you looking at, uh, let's say, courts, you're looking at lawyers, you're looking at so many other things. And at the end of the day, people people will try to be negative to me and say like, oh, you're just so negative about relationships. No, I'm actually just being real about relationships. And at the end of the day, it's not that I don't ever want to be in a relationship. I'm sure that maybe one day I will. But the thing is, is that I'm not just going to go into it because of certain certain things that happen. I've, I've been in, I've ended up in relationships before because of ultimatums. The woman comes along and gives you an ultimatum. It's either all or nothing. And you're sitting there like, well, I don't want nothing like it. Uh, and, and then you make the decision of saying, fine, let's freaking go all. And then we take something that was once perfect and it just gets all fucked up after that. And so I've talked about this many times about in in the podcast. And so it's it's unfortunate in these situations. And so now I am definitely much more wiser, much more uh, knowing of myself and what I like, what I want. And I, I have a much keener eye of things to look out for. And so anytime 
and I'll, I'll say this, I don't care if you're a guy or a girl or the freaking penguin, anytime you are given an ultimatum about a relationship, fucking jump ship, leave, get out of there. It's, it's not worth your time. Anytime there is some ultimatum, just don't even bother. And so relationships, I find people are very interesting with relationships. And what I mean by that is that what happens is that people are, they're, they're always like chasing after this rainbow. And I, I, there's nothing, like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting a relationship to want that. But there is something definitely wrong with it if you are just blindly chasing after this. That's where the issue comes. So if you're out of a relationship and maybe you, it was a marriage, maybe it was you moved in together, maybe it was you had kids together, whatever type of relationship it was, and then all of a sudden you're out of it and then bam, into the next. That's where the problem comes. Because what that tells me is that you are not in control of yourself, that you cannot function by yourself outside of a relationship. You feel that you need to be in a relationship of some sort and you're just compelled to go find the next closest next closest victim for you and this this pertains to men or women i'm not just talking uh, about about one side or the other and i know a lot of times in my podcast i might be harshing on the women uh, you know hence my last podcast but the thing is is that like i always say it's it's not that i i have uh, you know, anything about uh, women, like, like I said, I've many times, I, I love women, I think women are amazing. I think they're, they're, they're beautiful, they're gorgeous, they're smart, they're, 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 we could, we literally can't live without them. And so, but the thing is, that I, I only know my one aspect, my one side of it. And so, whereas women, because they know the other side, you know, they're dating men, they're doing that kind of stuff. And they would be able to know that other side that I don't know. So I only give my perspective from my side. So yeah, the thing is, is that people, they, they feel like they just need to be in a relationship. And, and I don't blame them. Because yeah, it can be hard sometimes when you are alone. And it, it would be nice to have that companion, that person there. But at the end of the day, at what cost? So if you're in a situation that's not very good, not very healthy, but you're sitting there and you're like, well, well, I'm in a relationship and they say they love me. And uh, it's like, no, <laughs> take take the being single, maybe have some lonely times. And then and then after that, you know, get get used to being with yourself. And fighting this urge, this addiction of needing to be in a relationship, needing to seek this relationship. Like you're allowed, I, I've said this many times, that you're allowed to jive with the opposite sex or maybe the same sex. You're allowed to jive with them. Like you meet someone, you're like, whoa, we freaking jive together. You're allowed to jive with someone and not get into a relationship. You're allowed to do that. That is 100% okay. A lot of people might try and tell you that it's not and that you're a terrible person for it or whatever that they want to say. Do not take their words for for anything because at the end of the day, they are the kind of person that would probably jump into a relationship. I'll tell you, I, I, like, I have so many stories. I'm not the kind of person that will tell a woman what she wants to hear just to get what I want. I'm not that kind of person. I've had women who, let's say we've, we've done 
everything but sex, everything but sex, okay? But we're not in a relationship. But in order to have sex, she needs us to be in a relationship. We need that label. Here's where the problem comes. When you have artificial boundaries and artificial rules like this, here's where the problem comes in with that. We knew each other for a good amount of time. We spent a good amount of time with each other. We really enjoyed each other's time together. I really enjoyed their company. We had a great time. We'd go out and do all kinds of stuff. It was amazing. But just because of where I was, uh, everything was perfect. I didn't I didn't want to fuck anything up. Everything was great. Why do we have to rush into things? Why do we have to jump into a relationship just because we may fancy each other, just because we may all of a sudden jive with one another? Problem comes when they say, okay, well, if you don't want to be in a relationship, I'm going to find somebody who does. So what do they do? Some ding dong who maybe just comes along and he's like, hey, I want to be in a relationship. And they're like, oh, seriously? Like, yeah, let, let's be in a relationship. Bam. And then all of a sudden, they're now in a relationship with them. They may have known them for like two weeks, having sex, doing the whole thing. Okay. And yet here you are just being yourself and you, you may have known each other for months, a good amount of time. You've had, you know, emotional conversations. You've, you've had those those connections. But some ding dong comes along and just waves the flag of, hey, looking for a relationship. And then all of a sudden, bam, like that's it. I've literally seen this so many times it, with myself. I've experienced it. I've seen it from other people. It, it's absolutely wild what it is, what is happening out there. And and that's the thing. And like, it's it's absolutely crazy. Like, it's just it's just like this label. Now, here's the thing. A lot of women might get mad at me, but like, well, she doesn't have time to be waiting for you to make up your mind if you want to be in a relationship. And you're just like, shut up, bitch. All right. I don't need your fucking horse shit. Like, who knows? Maybe I just like to take my time. Maybe I just like to, you know, get to know somebody before I actually commit being in a relationship with them. Call me old fashioned, but I like to, you know, take my time, get to know somebody. You don't know somebody in a month. You don't know somebody in six months. You don't know somebody in a year. And so because of this, how can you make these decisions? People jump into relationships. I've known people, they are married within a year. Holy shit, married within a year. Absolutely wild. Like, and then like a year and a half later, they're having kids. <laughs> Holy fuck, no wonder. And I've talked about this stuff all the time where I've met people and it's just, if, uh, if, if I would go out there and say and wave a flag of like, I'm looking for a relationship, I'm looking to settle down, I'm looking to find the one, holy moly, I would have a freaking flock of women just like eating out of the palm of my hands. It, and it sounds harsh, it sounds shitty, but the, the reality is, ladies, you may not like to hear it, but it's true. It's 110% true. I even, I don't think I've shared this story before, but I have even, there's a couple things, a couple people that I have in a way catfished. I catfished this one girl. I didn't meet her in person, but I catfished her. And then there was another one I did as well. And the reason I did it was, well, one, for science, because I wanted to prove my theory that if you told a woman exactly what she wanted to hear, then you could have her eating out of the palm of your hand. And that's exactly what I did. And so it proved my theory right. I was like, well, this is just too easy. Shouldn't be this easy. Now, I had sent them a message basically telling them, hey, it shouldn't be this easy. Look at how easy it was for me to like the one is absolutely wild because it took me, I think, four days to go from 
no, no first meeting. Well, actually, we didn't even meet. That's the crazy thing. We didn't even just online meeting. And to four days, never spoke on the phone, never called, nothing. Just, just sent some fake photos and had them as my girlfriend in four days. All because I told them exactly what they wanted to hear. Like, how wild is that? And you might be thinking to yourself, like, oh, well, that's just stupid. Like, I would never do that. Really? Really? I, I see it all the time. All the time. So when people have this idea that they need to be in a relationship, all it takes is for somebody to come along and then all of a sudden say, hey, I am looking for a relationship. And so then they just hop right into a relationship just like that. Just like that. It is absolutely wild. I'm on a dirt road right now, so I'm going to actually just pull over. And then. So people have this, people have this, this need, this idea that they need to be in a relationship. And the thing is, is that it's, I'm not surprised by it because it's actually ingrained into us. There's certain things in life that, that are ingrained into us that we think we need to have. And that is, we need to have kids. We need to have a relationship. We need to be married. We need to buy a house. We need to have a career. We need to, like, there's just these certain things of life that we are told that we need. And if we don't have them, that we are less of a person. We are less of a being. This is easily found and easily proven true because let's say, for example, I know one one woman, she's getting older, she's older, and so she would like to have some kids. But the thing is that she's getting older. So her partner, who doesn't treat her very well, what happens is even though he doesn't treat her very well, what is she going to do? Is she, is she, they've been together for a while. Is she going to leave that relationship, grieve that relationship, and then get back out on the dating scene and then find somebody and then build a relationship with that person? and then eventually have kids with that person, what's, what's that gonna take? Well, it should, in re- like if you're, unless you're one of these crazies, it should take at least anywhere, let's say three to five years within that whole whole process. Her getting older, she doesn't have that that timeline. Like she has, you know, it's just, it's just natural. It's just a natural thing. She doesn't have that timeline. So what is she going to do? But she wants to have kids. She wants to have kids. Now, I believe, that if you truly, in your heart, wanted to be a parent, you truly wanted to have kids, and you said to yourself, I wanna have kids, it's my passion, I've always wanted to have kids, deep down in my heart, I've just always, oh my God, I just love it. If that was your actual genuine feeling, then you having kids wouldn't, it wouldn't mean anything. What I mean is that you could have any kids, You you uh, you can adopt, you wanting to be a parent, you would adopt. But the thing is, is that people have these ideologies. I need, I need the career. I need the job. I need the, the vehicle. I need the house. I need the kids. So they're checking off these things on their box, on their grocery list. And then all of a sudden they're trying to check this one box off and that's to have kids, but oh, oh, it's not happening. And then stress is happening. Fights are happening. The depression starts setting in. That tells me that you being a parent is not actually something that you truly deep down want to do. You having kids is not something that you truly deep down want to have. You just want to check the box off so that you can finally, 
finally fit in with everybody else around you that has kids and not adopted kids. Oh no, we can't have a used kid. Hell no. Uh uh. We got to have our kids. And this is easily seen just by looking around. Who adopts kids? Who adopts kids? Do you know anybody who adopts kids? You might. I don't. I honestly do not. Do I, do I know anybody who adopts kids? Like, like I was adopted. But like when you, when, when I think about it, when I look around and I try and think of somebody, nobody, nobody comes to mind. Literally nobody. Out of all the people that I've known, that I've met, that I've ran into, not one person comes to mind who adopts a kid and says, hey, yeah, we've adopted these because we wanted to be parents. And by the time we could finally become parents, well, guess what? We couldn't actually have our own kids, but that's not a problem because we can always adopt a kid. So that's the thing is that that uh, people are just checking these boxes off. And they're just, I got the vehicle, I got the house, I got the career, I got this, I got the promotion, I got the Hawaii vacation. Oh, I just, uh, I just gotta, oh no, I gotta, I gotta check this one box off and uh oh, and it's not, it's not there. You know, like, it's it, like, you, you look around at people, people don't buy used vehicles. People don't buy used clothes. People don't buy used used things it's like oh i gotta buy the brand new thing from costco it's like it's like yeah like like for me i'm looking at my get up shoes they were brand new like you the amount of brand new stuff you can get at, at a thrift store is absolutely insane uh shoes the, the two things that i buy brand new underwear and socks there's two things i buy brand new pretty much everything else is used uh from the thrift store you can get some like amazing like I, and i look for like brand names i look for stuff that has got the tag on it like these shoes were brand new they're probably about $100 shoes. I think I got them for like 10 bucks. These pants were like 10 bucks. These are like probably like close to $100 pants. This shirt was probably like five, 10 bucks, something like that. It, it's, it's, it's crazy, but nobody, nobody does that. Like the amount of golf gear that I have from thrift stores is absolutely insane. But people need to buy their own. Like, ooh, I got, I got the, the new this, I got the new that. And I got the new, my phone is three years old. Not because I don't want or can't afford a new phone it's because i don't need a new phone everything that i do and everything that i can accomplish i have on my phone now i will tell you it's been three years since i've gotten this phone that i'm gonna get the new phone that comes out because of the technology that is within it and that technology i'm gonna be able to use within my business and that's the only reason other than that, if I could do that stuff on this phone, then I would most definitely just continue to use this phone that is three, four years old. But to get these supercomputers is just absolutely insane. I bought a computer because I needed a little bit more power within what I do. Did I go out and buy the brand new MacBook Pro that just has insane processing power? No. I bought a 2015 15-inch i7 MacBook Pro. 2015. Was that five, six, seven, eight year old computer? I bought it for what, 400 bucks or something like that. It, it's definitely much cheaper than spending $3,000 on a MacBook Pro. But at the same time, those computers that are out now are insane. They are absolutely just mind boggling the processing power, the, the, what they can do and what they are capable of. It is insane. I see people all the time, they're like, oh yeah. The old lady needed a new computer, so bought her that new, that new Mac, MacBook One, whatever it's called. You're like, dude, you don't even know what the hell it's called? And you just drop fucking three grand on that thing? 
that thing could like take us to the moon and back 10 times over. And it's just like, and what is she using it for? Excel? Like, get out of here. Okay, you could be using that for like impressive 5K, 8K video editing and you're using it to freaking put a filter on your on your photos. Like, whatever. <laughs> My point of all this before we like got off on a tangent is just how the deep underlining issue of things is people are not actually wanting to have kids. People are not actually wanting to buy a house. People are not actually wanting to be a doctor, wanting to go to school. All they are doing is they are checking off boxes and the more impressive boxes that you can check off, well, the more successful, quote unquote, that you look from the outside. I've known people who were absolutely miserable, but they were going to school to be a doctor. Not because they wanted to be a doctor, be because they didn't want to to tell their parents that they just want to travel around backpacking Australia and living their best fucking life ever. Because when, you're, when your parents are a lawyer and a doctor themselves and you come in and you say that you want to fucking live your passion out being a, a backpacker, that's, that's a hard conversation to have with your successful parent. But meanwhile, I bet you turn on the YouTube channels and you follow these people and that's exactly where they started. There's a Canadian guy, he's awesome, Lost LeBlanc. You probably have seen his videos. He started by taking a, by taking a GoPro and he took a GoPro to Thailand with him, made videos every single day. They were shitty videos at first. They're actually pretty funny if you can actually see the old ones. But guess what? He is now one of the most successful travel vloggers out there. And it started with a shitty little old GoPro camera. It's just insane what, what we have in today's world. So people in relationships, how this all relates to people in relationships is, is in any aspect of your life, it, whether it is you, you, you're thinking, oh, I want to have kids. I want to become this in my job. I want to, I want to buy this vehicle. I want to do this or that. Whatever it is that you, you, you think that you want to do, I want you to question it. And I want you to ask yourself, where did this belief come from that I feel like I need to have or be in a relationship? Where did that come from? Are there anxieties that come up when I'm outside of a relationship? And that is why I go and I find the next closest victim and I hop into that one. Now, the thing is, is that unfortunately, we, we, we embed this into people. So what I mean by that is that there are, let, let's say somebody's single. Let's say you're a woman, okay? Let's say you're a woman, you're a good looking woman, you're smart, you got a lot of things going for you, you make good money, you're doing great for yourself. You're a great catch, let's say, okay? So you're a good woman. And so all of a sudden, what happens is people see you and they see that you're single and they're like, oh my God, like, oh, you're single. Like, have you met anybody yet? Like every conversation you have with people like, oh, have you, uh, have you met anybody yet? And you are just there and you're happy. And you're like, no, I haven't met anybody yet. I'm not looking for anybody yet. Why? Because I'm enjoying my fucking life. So leave me the fuck alone and stop asking me if I've met anybody yet, because I'm not looking to meet anybody. And so this happens all the time, all the time. And it's unfortunate. And then people will look at you like you are less of a person and say, well, you, you'll find somebody. There's somebody out there for everybody. You'll find somebody, you'll meet that person. He'll come along and then you're just like, shut the fuck up. Okay, let me live my goddamn life. 
let me be happy. But the thing is, is that when we put these ideas into people's minds, if you're not a strong person, these are going to seep into your mindset. And then you are then going to be thinking, there's something wrong with me because I'm not in a relationship. Oh my God, I'm getting older and older. I'm still not in a relationship. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden, this just starts to continue to grow. But at the end of the day, it's nothing. It's just their negativity, their shit that they want to put onto you. A lot of the people who want you to be in a relationship, the only reason they want you to be in a relationship is because they're in a relationship and they hate it. So many times, people, they can't stand seeing you live your life, live your dreams, live your passions out. They don't want to see that. They want to see you stuck, chained down to the fucking ground with a ball and chain and be in a shitty ass relationship like they are. Now, like, I'm not saying that all relationships are shitty and all that, like, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that a lot of these people who are pushing for you to be in a relationship, they are in a shitty relationship and they want, they can't stand seeing you out there living your life. And this, this is the reality. This is the reality of everything. That's why when people are at a shitty ass job that they hate and they see that, and you start talking about how you're going to quit. I see this all the time, all the time. And I've quit so many good jobs. I've quit jobs that I've made a lot of money from because money doesn't make you happy. I've gone from $100,000 to $30,000 and I was 10 times happier. And people always, always say the same. So, oh, well, that's what they always say. You, uh, yeah, you'll get used to the money and you'll enjoy it. No, no, I won't. Okay, because I won't get used to the money. The money's got nothing to do with it. The lifestyle. Okay, I'd rather make a fraction of what I make right now, but have a far better lifestyle. That's what I would rather have. But people don't understand that. And so the reason that they will not support you in leaving the job is because they don't want to see you succeed. They don't want to see you be happy. They want you to be miserable just like them. And that's why they push for it. That's why they don't like seeing you out there talking about how you're going to quit. So it, it's the exact same thing when it comes to relationships. It's the exact same thing if you decide that you're going to move out of your shitty ass small little hometown. People are like, oh yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back. They always come back. No, the only people who come back, who come back to this job after leaving, the only people who come back to this shitty ass town after leaving, the only people who come back here to this relationship after leaving is people who are not strong. But it's the people who are strong who say, I do not want this. I do not want this to live in this city. I do not want to live in this town. I do not want this shitty ass job with this shitty ass boss with these shitty ass hours. I do not want to be in this shitty ass relationship with this shitty ass partner who treats me like a shitty ass person. And the people who are strong, they leave that. They do not come back. It's the weak people who after they leave, they're scared and they come back. They are the ones who come back. They are the only ones who come back. It's because they're scared and they're weak and they cannot handle it out there. And they are the ones who come back. So the people who are trying to tell you that you should be in a relationship or that you'll find somebody or that you will not quit this job or that you will get used to them, whatever it is in any aspect of life. And even though I started talking about relationships, this, this appeals to everything, appeals to all aspects of life. It doesn't matter. 
People will always try to bring you down because they don't want to see you succeed. It is a sad, unfortunate truth. Now, if you come to me and you say, I'm thinking about leaving my relationship, I'm not the one there just like supporting you 100% all the way. I actually will take the time to sit there and understand you and say, oh, that's interesting. Why do you feel like you need to leave your relationship? And I will get to understand you. I may even have a conversation with you that may result in me thinking, I don't think it's a good idea for you to leave your relationship because from what you've told me, it doesn't sound like like you guys are not good for each other. It sounds like you guys are perfect for each other, but it just sounds like that maybe you have a couple of other things that you need to work on and you just don't know how to actually work on it. Do you think that could be a possible cause? And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, that person is back in the relationship better than ever healthier than ever. And that's the thing. So the thing is, is that you have to realize what is real and what is not. So if your feelings towards someone, are they real or are they not? And it takes a very skilled individual, very special kind of person to be able to, to, to recognize what is real. And I've talked about this many times where people I've seen, they just like go into that, let's say the the falling in love stage and they just don't even, they just lose all control of themselves and uh, their their thoughts and everything. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're they're all lovey-dovey one day and having kids the next. And then bam, they're (laughs) freaking, they're back with the ex, the ex-husband from before. It's just, it blows me away. I just, uh, people and relationships are absolutely wild. And this is why, like, I, I do not get involved with women. Like, I actually, like, even though I love women, like, I, I do not get involved with them because they are, I'm sorry, ladies, but you're fucking batshit crazy, okay? So many of you are. And I've learned that you can put them in certain situations to pull the crazy out. So you can pull, put them in certain situations to get that out right away. So then you're like, oh, okay. Well, it's a good thing I didn't invest a whole lot of time into this because the bitch is crazy. And so that's the thing. That's the thing is that, oh my God, it's just absolutely wild. Relationships are just crazy. I think they're just absolutely crazy. I think people are crazy within them and we, we push it for them to be in them. Like, oh... Oh, it's okay. You'll find somebody. No, don't put that into people's head. Don't put that. What we should be putting into people's head is just like how we put everything else into people's head. Not everybody's meant to buy a house. Not everybody needs to be a homeowner. Not everybody wants to be a homeowner and not everybody should be a homeowner. Not everybody should be a parent. Not everybody needs to have kids. Not everybody should have kids and not everybody needs to be in a relationship. There are two people that could come together, but because they have this thought that they need to be in a relationship, they cannot leave the relationship. And these two people could be absolutely toxic together. You want to take it to the real extreme. In Canada, in Ontario, we had a couple. It was a a, a guy and a girl who actually would film their murders together. Okay, do you think this couple should be together? No, not at all. So it's just like, there are some people who should not be together. And if, if we get the idea that we don't need to be in a relationship, we don't need to have kids, we don't need, if we start to put these thoughts, these thoughts and ideas into people's mind, people will have a much more broader scope of the world and sense of things and be able to function through life a lot better. 
because we have like mental illness is I always say mental illness is the new normal. It's very much is absolutely it's fucking the new normal. Like people are mentally ill and unstable. They're like a, a sign, a literal sign that says Trump on it can make somebody go absolutely batshit crazy. Just a sign. It's just sitting there in somebody's own private property, minding its own business. And guess what? This person goes absolute batshit crazy just by seeing a sign. And you're going to tell me that mental illness is not on the rise and is not the new normal? People are fucking nuts. You, you can say a word. Like I could be like having a conversation and you could just say the word Trump. And all of a sudden, boom, that just they're off. They're off to the races. And it's just wild. And these people are just out there. They're out there. They're teaching your kids. They are, they are, you know, serving you at the restaurants. They are uh, meeting you in places. They're on the dating apps. These batshit ass crazy people are out there. It's absolutely wild. I spend so much time on my, my own and I like come out of the, the, (laughs) the, uh, into the public once in a while. But for the most part, I just, I don't know. It's, uh, I like my time alone, my time alone makes sense. Uh, I would much rather interact with artificial intelligence because it seems like artificial intelligence can understand me a lot better than most people that are around. And if you've ever dealt with artificial intelligence, you you can probably understand as to what I mean. But the thing is, is that let's say, let's say we got We got to stop this, this idea and this notion of of relationships, or even anything careers or buying a house, being a homeowner, all this shit, having kids like all this stuff. My message has always been and will always be I want you to live the best fucking life that it is. That is your life. I don't want you to live my life. Don't don't look I, I will give you advice on certain things of of saying that Hey, you know what? Buying a small place or renting a small place is really good because you don't accumulate. If you buy a big place or you rent a big place, well, you need to fill that space. So what you're going to do is you're just going to over time collect shit that you don't need. And you know what? So I will give you certain advice on certain things. But at the end of the day, I don't ever tell you this is how you should live your life. You should live your life this way and only this way. No, I always say that if school is what you want to do, I want you to take the time to be able to look into it and say, where did this thought and this belief that I need to have an education come from? Where did this thought that I need to have kids come from? And when you dig deep into these questions, you will actually find and realize that a lot of these these questions aren't a lot of these beliefs that you have aren't your own beliefs. They are beliefs that have been instilled upon you by outside sources. We're talking about societal norms, talking about expectations from your your parents, from your family, from your social circle. It is it is very, very different if you are single, no kids, and all of a sudden everybody around you is having kids and they're all married and they all have a house and there you are living your best fucking life, happy as shit. It's a very, very different, different place to be. And it, it can be tough sometimes. I, it's, it's not necessarily tough for me, like for anybody who, who might be wondering, like I've been single for what, four years now, came back from Bali in uh, 2019 and uh, pretty much since then. And like, I've had relationships along the way, like, you know, I've met people along the way, I've had these different kinds of relationships along the way. And I've learned a lot from that. And that's why a lot of people do come to me for advice is because I do have a lot of knowledge within the aspects of relationship because I've experienced a lot of relationships. And so 
I, I have a, a much broader sense of view about relationships, about life, about because I've lived so much within it. I've made $150,000 a year. I've made $30,000 a year. I've drove fancy cars. I've drove shitty $500 beater cars. I've, 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 you know, been to Australia. I've been to Canada. I've been to China. There's just, I've done so much throughout my life that I've gained and learned so much knowledge from that and so much wisdom. And I, I, I try to just kind of put that out into people. And I I see people, I see people like when I tell them about my travels, when I tell them about things I've done, and they're just like, Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. You see that you can see this little glimmer of, of, I always call it like a little ember of fire that is burning within them. It's just but it's just down to like a little ember. It's 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 under the dirt. It's kind of bringing up a little bit of smoke. And it's just under there, you can just kind of see it glowing. It's just this little tiny ember there. And when I'm talking about it, you can you can see it lighting up. But then I'll, I'll, I'll say I'm like, hey, you're only like 28 years old. Like, I didn't leave Canada until I was 29. And you have until 31, you can get a visa super easy to go to Australia, you can go do this, you can do that. They're like, Oh, yeah. And you, you can see them filling up with this, these dreams and uh, these visions and you know, that little ember starts to light up, but then all of a sudden, they come back to reality. And what that reality is, is they they, they said, well, I would, but uh, I just bought a house and, uh, you know, I, I just moved here and, you know, uh, started started seeing this girl and it's getting pretty serious now. And uh, so I guess uh, I can't, I can't, maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day, you know, I see this all the fucking, all the time. And it's people's just, their souls just fucking being sucked out. And it, it, it's, it's terrible. And like I said, it's not anything to do with, uh, saying like relationships are bad, marriage is bad, kids are bad, houses are bad. Like, it's not saying any of that. It's that what is bad is people getting into these things without actually thinking or knowing. Here's a big kicker is knowing that it's okay to not go down that path. There's a million paths that we can go down and everybody's just funneling down the same path. And it's like, you know, you can walk on the other side of the street. Like you're allowed to. They're like, what? Nobody told me that. Nobody told me that until I chained myself up to this fucking wall and like, you know, this rail on this side. Now I'm stuck walking on this side of the road. It's like, well, it might be a little hard for you to like, you know, get unchained from that, but it's not impossible. You do have the ability to be able to, it, it might not be right away. It might be in one year, you know, three, five years. I've known people and here's a, here's another sad thing. I've known people, I do know people because they cannot change their unhappy situation because they cannot change it today, they will suck it up and then they will just live with it. Their soul will die. They will just kill their own soul just to numb themselves so that they can just live this mundane life that they are, know that they're unhappy. And I know that they are because like I have these conversations with people and they will not do anything about it because it, it would probably take at least five years in order for them to be able to come to a point where they can finally do something about it just because of the situation that they're in. But because they cannot change it today, what they do is they just numb themselves and then they just stay in it, stay in it forever. And the next thing you know, they're taking the selfies and like, oh, so happy. Hashtag love life. Hashtag awesome. But you can see it in their eyes. You can see it. It's it's quite sad. It's like, it's like an elephant. You know, like elephants and horses as well. 
like horses, we know horses that we can go up, we can pet them and we can, you know, hop on them, throw a saddle on them and ride them. And the thing is, is that wild horses are not like this. Wild elephants are, you do not get close to an elephant. You do not. Uh, Wild elephants do not take shit from human beings. Wild elephants kill more people than sharks. But the thing is, is that we don't see them. How do, like, how does this beautiful creature that is in the circus that we see uh, playing with a ball, how is how is this, you know, that we see in Thailand that they're riding and, you know, these horses that are around, like, how, how do we see this? It's because we break, we literally break their soul until there's nothing left. That's what, that, there, there's, there's the old story of like this, they tie up this, elephant and this elephant when it's young it fights so hard and so so hard to try and free itself from this chain but what happens is over time it just gives up and that's the moment that it breaks it just gives up and says there's nothing i can do i cannot go any further cannot do anything and then that's it you've won you've defeated it so that is why you can see an elephant with just a little peg on the ground tied to a rope Because once it gets taught, once the rope gets taught, it says, that's as far as I can go. I'm not even going to try. Not even going to try anymore because it's worthless. It's pointless. So I'm just going to stay here. And that's what it does. And that's how you defeat an elephant. That's how you defeat a horse. You break its soul. And that's what we do to people is we subdue them to a point where we break their soul so much that they just subdue themselves to the government, they just to the corporations, to the company, to their job, to their relationship, to whatever it is, that is what they do. There's a reason why, and this is not to, to chirp my own horn, but this, let's say for people, like if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably very similar to myself. I'm sure that when you go around and you speak the way that you were meant to speak, that you are the person that you are, people look at you and people are drawn to you. People are attracted to you. If you're a woman, men just fall at the wayside by them, by you. If you're a man, you got women just, you know, like they'll fall in love with you within no time. And the reason for this is because they love that energy, that 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 persona of, of everything that you stand for, that the way that you walk into a room, they fall in love with that. And so it's because so many people don't have that because their soul has broken. And those people whose soul has broken, they are the ones who try to break you and tell you, like I was saying before, that you will not leave this job. You will not move out of this city. Everybody always comes back. They are the ones who are saying that kind of shit. And so at the end of the day, I have another podcast that I said, you know, be true to yourself. And it actually takes a lot of work to to take the audio I have to bring it onto my computer. I have to clean up the audio. I have to edit it. I do all this stuff to it. And then I have to upload it. And like, you know, it's just so much to it. And at the end of the day, that's not necessarily what I want to do. I just want to be able to like, like right now, I'm just going to record this, post it up, come up with a title, bam, fucking done. Okay. And then it's a podcast up. And if I can just do this and be happy and people listen to it, people get something out of it, then fucking there we go. But the thing is, is that, yeah, being honest with yourself, being true to yourself, it's what life is all about. If you're unhappy in your job, leave it. If you're unhappy in a relationship, leave it. There's another sad thing. <laughs> talking about a lot of sad things. There's another sad thing that you can be single, happy, living your best fucking life ever. And people will look at you as less of a person. People will look at you like you aren't quite there yet. And that, you know, you're, you will soon, soon, you, you will be, you will be, you know, you, you'll get there. But they will look at another couple who they're together, they're married, maybe they have a couple of kids, but they're fucking miserable. They're fucking the most unhappy people ever. 
they're just terrible. Relationship sucks. But they are looked at as more favorable, more of a, say, quote unquote, success in their eyes. And that's quite sad. Whereas like, if I, if I meet a good looking woman, and she's single, and she's strong, she's confident, she's all these things, I am like, holy shit, like, why? 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 Why are you single? And if they tell me, like, let's say if she turned around and said, why do I have to? I would fucking fall on the floor. I would literally die. I'd be like, marry me right now. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> because the thing is, is that that person knows who they are. That person knows what they stand for. That person doesn't need to be in a relationship. So when I meet somebody and they are in a relationship, it's like, yeah, like you literally can write these people's fucking stories. You're just like, let me guess, you have kids? They're like, yeah, I do. How'd you know? You're like, oh, dude, I don't know. Let me guess, you're um, you're married? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am. How'd you know? How'd I know? Like fucking, because everybody's fucking married. Everybody has kids. And let me guess, you have a house? You bought a house? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Like, how'd you know that? Like, like it's just, it's, it, it's it's uh, like in a video game, there's NPCs, non-playable characters, and they're just like the simpletons in the world. And I know, yeah, fuck it. Like, yes, they're, they're simpletons in the world. Okay, I'm not going to apologize for what I say. It's true. And so they're just running on a certain program. Everything's the same. <laughs> like, I'll work with some people. Everybody has the same lunchbox. And you know what's funny, okay? Oh, shit. <laughs> Everybody has these uh, these lunches, like the same lunches. They got their one piece of fruit. They got their bag of vegetables. They got their sandwich. It's, it's like the same shit. They got this. They all got the same lunch box. They all got the same lunch. And my favorite is when they when they whip out the, the yogurt cup, always, always with the fucking yogurt cups. And I'm like, always I'm like just everybody's always got a yogurt cup. Like <laughs> it's like there's like this standard of lunch that people have. And it's just it's all the same. They got the same lunch box. They got the same same you know, uh, celery sticks, carrot sticks. They got the, it's every thing's the same. And then it's just, they got the, their yogurt cup. And I always just laugh, always just laugh. And because it's just, I see it. Like you should, like people look at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. Cause I'm sitting there just eating straight ass ground beef. Like, like the amount of nutrients within ground beef is amazing. Uh, like I will just eat like steak, just have a whole chunk of steak. They're like, that's just steak. I'm like, yeah, it's just fucking steak. Like, do you know the amount of nutrients that are is within a steak? It's it's amazing. And then what's awesome is that when you condition your body to 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 something like this, you don't need to eat a whole lot. The trash that is out there, it's all carbs. Everything is 99% of the grocery store is just carbs. It's just manufactured shit. And at the end of the day, it's just it's just wild that people just sit there and they'll, they'll eat it. It's like, no wonder why you're hungry. It's because your body like takes us in, burns it within a uh, within a second, and then all of a sudden you're hungry again. Like I will have to remind myself to eat. Like I have ground beef thawing at home and I'm going to go home and I'm going to cook up. I'm actually going to change it up. So, oh, oh no, oh no, I got I to gotta end this. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this. Unplug freedom. All right, uh, we're out.